Hi guys. Hi Viz. I'm Talia. And I'm Lena. And we're back. With another video. I know. Uh, we kind of took a little breakity. It was like a week. That's a long time. Yeah. It was like two weeks of like not a new episode. Yeah. I just feel like we get scared because like we like run out of things to talk about. Yeah, like we talk about boys so it's like how much more can we talk about especially like personal experience. I know it's like I don't have that many experiences. Yeah, no, like I don't have that much I could talk about. But I feel like, you know, I guess it's interesting, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have a topic you want to jump into? I guess we were kind of talking about, I have it in my notes. I'm going to whip out my notes real quick. Okay. Oh, boys care more about what their friends think of you than what, than girls do. So I feel like if a guy was dating a girl, he cares so much about what his friends think of that girl. If his friends don't like you, I feel like, he, like, will hide it from his friends. He won't tell anyone. He'll try and cut you off. Like, that's almost a deal breaker for him. Oh, that's such a deal breaker for, for guys. Yeah, and for girls, I feel like you'll keep it from your friends, but, like, you still will go hang out with yeah, them. Yeah, it's like, not a deal breaker. Girls don't care. Yeah, that's true. Which is so weird because I feel like it would be the other way around. I don't know. I can still, like, guys just care about their friends' opinions so much. Yeah, guys really do care about, like, outsider and, opinions. And, like, even the thing how, like, guys see girls as, like, if they're dating a pretty girl, how their other guy friends view them, like, they get praised for it. Or if, like, a girl's dating a hot guy, her well, friends are like, oh, like, he's yeah. cute. It's not, like, a huge thing. Mm -hmm. But with guys, it's like, oh, if their friend's dating a hot girl, they get so much praise for it. Oh, they it. get so much praise for it. It's like that one TikTok we saw. It's like it, they get like clout from it. Yeah. Or like they do get clout from it. The way other women will view him after he's with a pretty girl, because girls will be like, oh, they see him with a pretty girl and they're like, oh, he must be treating her right. He must be doing something right. Yeah. So I feel like once one guy pulls a pretty girl, other girls, like after they break up, they're like, oh, okay. But yeah. That's like been like proven, like scientific study. Girls find guys attractive, more attractive if like they have a girlfriend. Yeah. Isn't that, like, messed up? It is messed up. The thing is, I will think, like, the way guys treat their girlfriends is attractive, but it's never enough to make me be like, oh, I'm gonna message him. Like, girls oh, that yeah. do that are so shady. Girls that do that are shady. I don't think I've ever even given a guy with a girlfriend really attention. No. Because it's like they're taken. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You I am that, I'm not one out. to talk. You live in your... You learn, okay? The way I got my super long-term relationship he was dating a girl at the time oh and he kissed me yeah but he was like oh we're about to break up and they he did was like, break I up i want to be with her and they literally broke up i think the next day but that was super after i don't know if i want to leave that in here yeah that's so after i mean you really do you live in you, you know learn. you live in you learn i don't honestly. think I don't think I used to be a girl's girl. Yeah, no. I would view other girls as, like, competition. I feel like that is, that's how it is when you're younger, too, or even when you're in a toxic relationship. Like, you just view every girl's competition. Like, every girl, like, yeah. wants your man. When realistically, not nobody every, wants nobody your wants man. your man. But, like, I feel like when you're in a toxic relationship, you see every girl as, like, a threat. Yeah. That's how I was. I'd be like, ew, like, no. Like, even, like, <laughs> but I, that's so bad to say. I'm not like that at all anymore. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where it's, like, it's so true. Yeah, now I don't view girls as competition anymore. I'm just like... No, not at all. A guy, if he wants to be with you, he's going to be with you, and that's the end of that. Like, it's not the girls... It's not from the girls' side. It's, like, a guy's fault, not the girls. Yeah, 100%. When my first boyfriend cheated on me, 
um, the girl that he cheated on me with, I, like, literally, on social media, I, like, called her out, and it's just something I would never do now, like, I would just put the blame on the guy. I think it was, like, 17, just turned 18. When that happened, I don't know, I've just grown so much. I would never blame the girl for that. Yeah, no, it's never the girl's fault. Yeah. I mean, if she knows about it, then mm, it is kind of sus, but I feel like when you're so young and something like that happens... I don't know, like, your brain, not even thinking right. Like, you don't even know how to think at that age. You're yeah. just stupid. And it's not going to work. It's not going to work. If it wasn't that girl, would have been, he would have done it different girl. else. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's so just true. life. Um, I wanted to ask you something. What? So, I was watching a podcast the other day, Arlen Moore's podcast. Uh-huh. He had this guy, I don't even know the guy's name, as a guest on his pod. The guest was talking about how, with his girlfriend, he was saying how he, like, trained her to be a girlfriend he was like in today's society you kind of have to train girls and like teach them how to be in their feminine again just because girls are so often in their masculine energy which yeah i feel like it is true girls are more in their masculine energy now than they have ever been before but i feel like it's because a lot of guys are more in their feminine energy. yeah like it's not there's not one side to blame yeah but for he was saying like he has very masculine energy like, he wants to be the breadwinner and like he would never make her pay for things but he was like if i'm gonna be you know providing you with all of this then I expect you to like clean the kitchen make me meals because I don't have time for like everyday stuff like this when I have a business to run Mm -hmm. but I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like I feel like it's all about what works for you it's all about the kind of relationship that you want if you want a guy that is making all the money and is financially stable and pays for everything that you have yeah then yeah okay I see it I know it's such a touchy subject to say like oh you should be like cooking and cleaning I don't want to say you should be no but but if he is doing all those things for you and you're doing nothing I don't know like I guess like you pick up more where you aren't like providing yeah and that's not a bad thing but I feel like is such a touchy subject right now and I don't want to seem like that we're like ages behind in terms of like yeah no that's why I really want like I didn't know how to like approach the topic but I think you're right I think every relationship has different dynamics Mm -hmm. but I think it's super important to establish that dynamic because Mm -hmm. if you don't things get really messy I don't necessarily expect a guy to take care of everything for me because I couldn't really at least right now, I couldn't imagine, like, not pursuing what you want. Yeah, like, I love working on our podcast. I love owning a business. Yeah. And I don't think that makes me any less feminine. Yeah. But it's, like, I don't know if I would want to be, while doing all these things that I'm passionate about, feeling like I have to take care of a man. Yeah, I feel like if you're both working, then, like, hell no. Then it should be a balance. It should be a balance. Like, both people should be, like, putting in work around the house or, like, on and off like cooking dinner on and off cleaning the house on and yeah off doing certain things like if that's if both people are like working you know what I mean yeah and um that's just my opinion on it yeah like I feel like also like once you get older once you have kids if like you're the type of person that wants to be like, a stay-at-home mom that's fine too like while yeah the husband's at work like I just feel like it's whatever works for you yeah I used to be so against things like that I would be like so extreme like oh I want to work but it's yeah. like you never know there might be a point in your life where like you want to be more in your feminine yeah and you want to like stay at home be with your children it's just so different for every relationship it I is guess. different for every relationship and it's just about like, what works for you yeah and I feel like the dynamic can change depending on where you're at in your relationship for sure I definitely think that so agree what nothing I don't know what to say now (laughs) oh 
I kind of want to keep going into the feminine and the masculine energy. Oh, let's do it. What do you want to say? What do you think a guy being in in his feminine energy really means? I can't. I'm so sorry, but, like, I don't like feminine boys. I know there's a trend right now with, like, femme boys and, like, that's just not what I'm personally attracted to. But I'm also, I would, I'm also not attracted to super masculine guys, like, I need to, like, do this, like, I need to, like, be, like, going to the gym, like, treat that girl like she's, like, my bitch type of thing. Like, that's not what I mean when I say masculine either. Like, I feel like guys think masculine energy is so much more aggressive than what it is when it really can be, like, soft and loving. It can be soft, loving, protective. It's not anything that's, like, extreme. Yeah. I feel like masculine energy, I feel like... Safe and comfortable. Yeah, you feel safe. You feel like you're taken care of. Like, he makes you feel just taken care of yeah and it doesn't even have to be in a financial way you can just feel like protected by him really comfortable in his presence i don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it and they're not needy yeah like i feel like feminine energy is in a needy. guy is neediness yeah that's so like anything clingy but i, I don't want to say like neediness is associated with feminine energy because they don't I don't know how to explain it. Because I feel like girls aren't when... I feel like anybody that's in, like, their balanced, actual energy, never an extreme, it's always a balance. It's not clingy. It's, like... Just secure. Security. Yeah. Yeah, and every male or female, like, you have feminine and you have masculine energy. There's a balance. Yeah. I feel like girls need more reassurance than guys, like, in the emotional aspect of it. Like, more girls have words of affirmations as their love language. Yeah. So reassurance is always a big one. But, I don't know, I feel like that's a very feminine trait. But also, I don't know how to explain it, sorry, I'm getting all flustered now. What do you think, what's your, like, love language? Like, all of them. You think? You think it's a mix of all of them? Yeah, less the gifts. Like, I really don't, gifts is really not one of mine at all. I don't think it's really one of mine either. I'm, like, a words of affirmation person. I love being reassured in the connection. Mm Mm-hmm and like physical touch physical touch is a big one quality time is a big one that's a huge one. Oh my gosh did you know that courtney kardashian and travis sorry this is like kind of oh, topic. i don't care courtney kardashian travis barker they're like they got married but they live in two separate houses like how would you feel like being married to someone but living in two separate houses or like having two separate rooms i would love that i don't think i would mind it yeah i would love to have like maybe my own room sometimes to just like go in and sleep in at night because i feel like guys get so hot and sweaty when you're like in the same bed as them too like yeah but also if you have like a king-size bed i'm like yeah i don't know i don't know it's it's not something i would ever want yeah but like if we had an extra room in the house and like some nights i would go sleep in it yeah just because like i didn't want to be bothered but i just Mm -hmm. i couldn't see myself being like that I don't know. Maybe I won't be. Maybe I wouldn't be. But, like, I think that, like, sometimes it would be nice to just, like, sleep by myself. Yeah. Because guys can get so sweaty. And, like, I don't know why, but, like, my bed is, like, such a comfort place to me. Like, I'm, like... Oh, yeah. Thinking about even living with another guy. Can we talk about how, like, moving in with somebody completely, like, takes your relationship to, like, a whole other level? Oh, yeah. Wasn't there a study done where they would say, like, couples that live together before they get married are more prone... To divorce. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that? Or more prone to break up. It's so true. It's definitely true. Yeah. Because I feel like if you are a couple and you move in, you're not married yet. Then you see all those negative traits in them. Yeah, and there's no excitement 
to like move in either with that person I feel like like I don't know how to describe it I don't think I would ever move in with someone before I was married to them just because I like the like that excitement of finally once you're like married combining lives together afterwards. yeah I feel like it's like a huge thing you can like look forward to mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily opposed to the idea but it would have to be a relationship that I'm extremely confident in. Yeah, like extremely confident. And have a good foundation with because I've moved in part-time with a guy before and it just magnified all of the flaws in that relationship that we already had. But I guess that's a good thing because if you didn't then, then who knows? Yeah. You know? I like, mean, I feel like that relationship was bound to end, but... Yeah. Like... Anything that's going to happen, I just feel like everything literally happens for a reason. I know. That's why I, I feel like I used to be so, like, anxious sometimes with, like, talking to God or just, like, even, like, new connections, but it's just, like, whatever is meant to be, like, will be... I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, literally whatever is meant to be will be. I feel so stuck, though, like, right now with, like, connections. Do you think it's, like, because, like, of, like, an internal thing? Like, is it something, like, you energetically need to work on or do you think it's more location like where we are I like... think it's like a mix of everything I haven't really opened myself up to a connection in so long and I don't know if it's just because I'm no I think it's because I'm you're scared I am scared it's so scary it's really scary mm. so comfortable with someone getting to that comfort level terrifying that sort of intimacy too where it's just like they know you even the deepest parts of you oh my god it's so scary also, I feel like your first long-term relationship, I actually have it written in my notes because I wanted to word it. Uh, so your first relationship is almost like the framework for your future connections if you don't heal the trauma from like your first relationship. So say if you got cheated on, which we both got cheated on in our first long-term relationships. If we don't like work on those like insecurities, we're going to project that insecurity onto our next partner until we oh, heal that do you get what so i'm scary. saying just because we've been cheated on before like, i'll go into connections new connections with guys and i just assume the worst in them mm -hmm. even if they themselves have done nothing to prove that mm -hmm. it's like in your head you're just like they're gonna cheat they're going behind my back like their sneak could leave at any moment yeah and it's like that fear of abandonment when you've gotten cheated on yeah I could do you know what i'm talking about yeah, i know what you're talking about I don't know, though, because I haven't really talked to anyone since being, like, cheated on. I know, but what do you think the fear in that is from? Do you think it's because you got cheated on? I think the fear of, like, getting into another relationship is just literally fear of that level in of intimacy, in all honesty. Which sounds like, I don't know how to even describe it. It's, like, a fear of someone knowing every single part of you, the most vulnerable parts of you, and still choosing to do bad things to you, and still choosing to hurt you. And I feel like that's just such a scary thing. I know. Like, I don't understand. A lot of the times boys will claim to love you so much. Like, once you give someone the power and, like, you love someone so much, you're also giving them over the power to hurt you. That's a huge thing for me, too. And that scares me so much. Yeah. Even just talking about it could make me cry. No, it is scary. That's how I'll look at connections. I'm like, do I have the power right now? Which is so unhealthy. And it's like, yeah. that's not how you're supposed to be looking at it. It shouldn't feel like it's like a power struggle to be with someone. But, but I feel once like when you've had a relationship where it is a power struggle, that's it's so hard to get out of that mindset. Yeah. It's like, oh no, this person's they genuinely care about me. They don't want to hurt me. Yeah. It's just like a power dynamic. And it, that's not how relationships are supposed to be. You shouldn't feel like 
there's a power struggle ever and you shouldn't feel anxious yeah i feel like a genuine healthy masculine man will never make you feel like that like you said going back to like the masculine men they make you feel so secure and just like protected like they're not gonna hurt you yeah and it's like that way when you aren't with them too they're reassuring yeah when you're with them and when you aren't that's true but i also feel like i think you are right the masculine energy won't make you feel anxious but i also think it's something that like you kind of need to heal it's like both no, parties obviously are i know i need no. to heal something within me right now it's so bad i definitely do too i don't think i'm perfect in any way there's just like that fear even talking about it like why am i getting anxious right now i'm like sweating but it could be the lights <sighs> because we're in the studio (laughs) (laughs) no seriously just like it gets me really scared but oh it's scary i don't know i want to talk about like the spiritual side to relationships but i don't even know how to get into that it's so deep it is do you think okay if past lives are i knew i already know what you're gonna say because i just got that thought in my head but you can finish so crazy (laughs) if past lives are real do you think that you have met some of the people that you've been in relationships with before yeah, so my personal belief, and you think this too, that your soul chooses the life that you have now before you even go into the physical world because there are certain lessons that you know your soul has to learn. Mm-hmm. So you choose the people, you choose the experiences that you go through, you choose your hardships because it's a soul journey. The people that hurt you in this lifetime, their soul chose to do that because they actually care about your soul journey. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so weird? Yeah, that is so weird. I definitely agree with that, for sure. They actually, the people that hurt you in this lifetime are actually souls that truly love you the most because they want to see you heal. Yeah. Isn't that so, like, I just can't. That's just, like, trips me out. It's crazy to think about. Like, Is that, like, too deep to even, like, talk about on here? Like, I'm scared. I just don't even know what to say to that. Like, I definitely agree with that. Do you? Or, like, karmic cycles. Oh. Oh. My. God. I have been through, like, karmic cycles with people where it's just, like... Explain what a karmic cycle is. So, it's, like, the same lesson by the universe, I feel like, coming in the form of, like, a person or an experience with a person. And it feels like it's it's on repeat. over and over again with the same person until it just ends and you end that cycle where it's just, like... But there was this person for me where it was the same thing over and over again, this toxic cycle of us getting back together and we would end over the same issues because we couldn't ever resolve those issues because it was like the same cycle over and over again and it didn't end until like that relationship just had to end yeah it gets to a point where it's like okay the lesson needs to be learned yeah and i was gonna say it doesn't even have to necessarily be with the same person it can be the same person different font but the same like i noticed that for me even i know this sounds so weird and like people are gonna roll their eyes but like the amount of Virgo men I used to attract, like, that was just weird. Any guy that would ever, there would be a connection with, like, they would always be a Virgo. Yeah, Which I think so is weird. so freaking weird. And I think, like, I had to break, like, a certain cycle of the type of men I was attracting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not that, like, I'm, like, opposed to Virgos. Like, I don't want to seem like a literal freak. Just, like, in the way that they would act and behave in relationships, I was like, okay, this cycle needs to end. No, I totally get that. And the difference between, like, a karmic relationship and a soulmate relationship, karmics are meant to teach you lessons. You're supposed to go through hurt with them. That is crazy to think about. I'm honestly scared of the topics that we're talking about. Why? I just don't think... No, I love them, but, like, I don't want people to, like, 
see them and be like, these girls are literally. Are we more talks about these topics? Other guys, can no. we just take yeah. a minute? There are okay. There's like a little gay man. Okay, he literally steals all of our topics. All or, of our topics. Or even like there's this other man that steals all of our topics, says the same thing, just, but for some reason, literally... People don't get angry about it. People are like, oh my god, yes, you're so right. As soon as we say the same thing, the hate in our comments, it's like, when it comes from a girl's mouth, like, people just get so yeah, offended. even other women. Even other women sometimes yeah. get offended by what we say. But as soon as a guy says literally the exact same thing we do, like, it's women like will praise. praise him. Yeah, and it's like, like, what are you talking We said that. We literally got harassed I for know. saying that. I know. Like, BFFR. Like, I don't get it. But we do have some oh. loyal-ass people that do follow us. Oh, no, us we do. And we love you. But getting into the girls oh. that, like, hate on us for what we say and then support a man for saying the exact same thing. We were talking about, like, being a girl's girl. I think we even talked... Did we talk about it already in this episode? I think a little bit. We touched on it. But, like, being a girl's girl is so important. Stop viewing other girls your competition. competition. Like, women are not your competition. No. And if they are in your head... Then that's a you issue. That's a you issue that you need to fix, and that's okay. You shouldn't walk into a room with other girls and immediately be threatened and, like, trigger... Like, be like, oh, like, this girl's, like, so cool. She dresses cool. Like, I want to be your friend. Mm -hmm. It's not like... Oh, she dresses better than me. Like, I hate her. Because it goes back to the thing of, like, what's meant for you will be for you. And I feel like a lot of girls view other girls as competition because, like, of Of a guy. It's all about the male gaze. Yeah, it's all about the male gaze. No one's out to get you. I feel like girls, girls walk into a room and they're like... Want to make friends. They want to make friends. They don't walk into a room and immediately want all the guys to be looking at them. A girl's girl walks into a room and she's like... She wants to meet all the girls. Like girl compliments me versus when a guy compliments compliments me it's a whole different story in like a bar setting because i'm like oh my god this girl wants to be my friend like she really genuinely means oh it. yeah and like a guy like compliments me in a bar setting I'm like okay like you want to get my pants like you don't genuinely like you oh yeah up or something it's like, so different but also guys i feel like kind of feel the same way let's see if i have anything more in my notes um i think it's so funny that i literally Whenever I'm, like, interested in a guy, like, I literally mute them. I've done that before, too. Is that weird? You get so excited when they text you or, like, when they snap you. And it makes me angry. I'm like, why am I getting excited? Because like, it gets you addicted to, like, that dopamine yeah, rush, too. That's so why... Like, that's honestly a smart thing to do in the beginning when you're talking to a guy. Mute their notifications because stop just, like, looking for their notifications throughout the day. Like... Yeah, it's so hard when you like someone. Like, you want to talk to them. But sometimes you don't know, like... In the beginning, especially, it's like, are you addicted to, like, the dopamine rush from, like, the notification? Mm-hmm. Or are you actually... <laughs> so, I feel like muting them is, like, a good... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I hate that I get excited from it. I feel that. I don't know what else to talk about. Every time I say something, you, like, end the conversation. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you always know what to say, babe. I know. You're a little... I'm kind of, like, in a rut. Well, Stop. Oh my god, my best friend. Her ex-boyfriend from high school I'm close friends with because I went to high school with him and I knew him for like a long time. And I set them up or whatever. Her. And they started dating and then they like ended things and they're like so on and off kind of. But I just get all the tea. Like he's like kind of still in love with her, obviously. Uh, He'll be like talking to me about his girl problems and be like, you know what you need? You need, like, and then I'll say, like, my best friend's name. (laughs) Yeah. And then she just gets the tea. And then they just recently started talking again, so. Okay, I want to get into that. Like, even though, like, if your best friend was ever in, like, a toxic relationship, would you ever encourage them to go back to that relationship just because of, like, the dynamic and, like, personality-wise? Like, 
Listen. Would there ever be a situation where you're like, okay, if they've healed, like, they should be together again? Yes, because I feel like once they've healed, I don't know if they've healed, like, once they've healed, their personalities went so well together, they're so compatible. Like, if you've healed, like, I think that you could so be in a relationship with someone that you used to be toxic with, like, and make it healthy again and make it loving. And I do too. But there needs to be a point in time where you don't talk at all. Yeah. Like, you actually heal that wound. If, like, you want to revisit it in the future, I definitely think that you totally could, but you have to leave it and let it heal, and then you can revisit it. It's like that one TikTok trend where it's like, I'd come back if you just call. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, any of my exes were like, if they called, I would go back. No. But I do think it's very situational, and there are people where all it takes is just like one phone call after a year, like two years. It's like, okay, like they can go back to each other. And yeah. that's so cute. I think that that is cute. Some people, if you're meant to be with someone, you're meant to be with someone. Yeah. And I think that's such a cute little beautiful thing. I know. And do you think, like, during separation with that person, is it, like, are you only thinking about, like... No, you need to go on, you need to move, you need to heal, you need to experience Other life, people. Experience everything that you didn't experience while you were with this person. And then at the end, when you both have experienced things and you're like, I still want you... Yeah. It's such a cute it's little so beautiful cute. thing. It's like, like it's, even through all of that, I still choose you. Yeah. But yeah. you would have to be very, very healthy and not toxic anymore. Yeah. Like, you it would be hard to be like, about... oh, if in those two years, like, you dated this girl yeah. and you talked to this girl, it's like, you yeah. would really have to be, like, have to very be healed. Very healthy emotionally. I think that that's, like, one of the most beautiful ways yeah, I think to that's, someone. Yeah, it is. Like, that's so cute. It is really cute. <laughs> I, like, have known in my life that that could ever, like, be about, but I'm, like, excited. Yeah, I'm, Like, I know. it's so cute. I don't think that that would ever happen to me either. Okay, we don't have to keep this in, but I could so see that happening for you. If he was completely, completely healed, I feel like it's one of those things where I would almost encourage it, which is a lot coming for me because this man literally has me blocked because of how much I harassed him after what he did to you. Yeah. But, like... I could definitely see just personality-wise. I don't think I've ever seen you with somebody where the personality just, holy fuck, it just made sense. And it's unfortunate that so many other things happened. Yeah. But I think it's also just about being young. Mm Mm-hmm. It was like a first relationship type of thing where it was just like... But my first relationship wasn't like that. Like, you would never say that about the guy I dated where it's like, oh, I could see you getting back with him. Mm-hmm. I guess that's true. I don't know what it was. I don't know. I don't know if I could really see myself getting back with him just because... Yeah. I just... He's just done so much to me. But like we said, for in order for that to happen, both people would have to be so healed. So healed, yeah. Like a level of healed that's like even insane to think about. Like Yeah, and like even you never want to hurt you ever again. Yeah, like even now you're so apprehensive of like new connections because of the things that he did to you. Yeah. I don't want to make you sad talking No, about I'm not sad. I think a lot of it also comes from like insecurity within myself too, which sounds so stupid to say but i no. feel like sometimes like That's this so sounds true. so stupid i know other girls do it because i've seen it on my for you page but you'll be like i can't be in a relationship until i lose like 10 pounds or like i can't put myself out there until i'm 10 pounds like thinner than i am right now yeah why does my brain do that like why am i like that you know or like I mean? even like oh i can't go do this because i'm this weight like yeah. i have like five more pounds to lose i can't and that's do so sad that so many girls experience that thought in their brain like i wish i could just like literally like heal every girl's issues with that because 
realistically, you're gonna meet someone that loves you for you no matter how yeah. much you weigh. And it's sad that like people will miss out on experiencing life because of that. Like, you're gonna look back on that when you're older and that, I feel like that's gonna be a huge regret. Oh my God, you're not gonna be thinking about the five extra pounds you had to lose when you're 80 years old. You're gonna be like, I wish I went to that party. I wish I talked to this guy. Mm -hmm. I wish I did these things. Yeah. But like we can get into disordered eating. Like it's a touchy topic. It but... is such a tuppy, touchy topic. <laughs> a tuppy topic. <laughs> tuppy topic. <laughs> yeah. So like if you have issues with eating, then like don't continue listening to this. But we were just talking about it today. Like you said, you think you that's always something you're gonna struggle with. And I think a lot mm -hmm. of girls can relate to that. I don't necessarily think it's something that can ever fully be healed. And I think you have to learn what triggers you. So you can avoid falling into disordered eating patterns. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the times when I fall into disordered eating patterns again, it's more so about control. It's all yep. about control. I feel like if I have no control over my life, then I feel like, oh, I can control this. Like, I just, like, need to be eating less. Like, yeah. this is what I can control. I can control losing a couple pounds. It makes me feel more in my power, which is so unhealthy no, but it's so true. I even said that to mom over the summer when I was struggling. Just I just didn't want to eat. Yeah. I, like, was like, no, I'm not going to eat. Like, I want to, like, lose weight. I literally told... She, like, asked me about it, and I was like, it's literally because I feel like I have lack of control mm -hmm. in my life. It's, like, all about control. Yeah, it's... Like, yeah. And I feel like a lot of girls are talking about disordered eating right now, especially with Bella Hadid. Like, not to say that, like, we can ever... Like, we don't know her experience. We don't know her experience with it. We don't know how she's if she's healed now you never know with someone but i feel like it's very easy to spot if you have struggled, have with, struggled it. with it and um i just feel like it's sad because like she's so influential she's so influential influential and so idolized right now that it is like you look at her and you're like i want to be that thin oh I've literally seen pictures literally in my head. I'll be like, do I want to, like, work out and, like, tone my butt? Or, like, do I want to not eat a lot today and, like, be skinny like Bella Hadid? Yeah. That's literally, like, I will battle, like, That's eating protein yeah. or, like, wanting to look like Bella Hadid. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are being, like, she needs to be honest about her diet. And for a while I was thinking, yeah, she needs to be honest about the fact that she just, plain and simple, probably isn't eating that much. But no, I but think that I would do way more should. harm than good. At first, I thought I thought maybe she should do that. No, a lot of people are talking about it. She should not be doing that right now. If I saw that when I was 12 years old, or if I was 13 or 14 years old, the only thing that I would want to do is limit my eating. Oh, and we did that at 12 years old. I would watch girls' videos on YouTube. It was like my diet journal and they would like post vlogs of like what they ate in a day and they would like post what their bodies looked like and I would literally like take pictures of my ribs and like my stomach laying down and I would do ab workouts in my room at 12. Yeah I knew what a freaking calorie was in like third grade. Oh yeah. Third how you're not supposed to know what a calorie is in third grade it's just not healthy. I feel like it's a generational thing. A lot of people are talking about how their moms are like only eat an almond a day type moms. That's how they were literally That's raised. Were raised. It's like not that. their fault. I used to kind of honestly hold it against my mom. Because, she would like villainize our mom. Because I was like a, a chubby kid. And so like I was put on diets and stuff like that. And I would just be like, why? Like I would never do that to my kid. But like at the time... If she that's thought, what they're taught. That's what she was taught. Like that's what she thought was healthy. So like, you know, she thought she was doing the best thing for my health. Yeah, I literally had to tell you that. I had to yeah. be like, stop villainizing her because, like, she also has, like, 
it's a generation thing like yeah yeah it doesn't make it okay but like it's also just like one of those things you are this age or if you have children or anything like that like do not make any comments on their bodies like boy or girl it's just like it's weird it's weird it's like like they're a child it's a child like they're going to grow into themselves like i was a fat kid but like i'm 5'10 now (laughs) like i grew like i was bound to grow into myself you know what i mean kids will grow into themselves and making comments about their weight is just never yeah never okay and like us being tall too like growing up like we were never like the tiny petite girls like Mm-mm. in middle school like i was always like i was like five six five seven in like eighth grade yeah no like i was never like a petite i don't know like yeah, no i know and i was i would honestly i would get so confused by like like i mean comparing like what you eat to like other people too be like like i don't know like why do yeah. i have a bigger appetite well you're taller naturally yeah. you burn more throughout the day i don't know like it's such a touchy topic it scares me but i feel like we we talked about it yeah we did i don't know what to get into i feel like i feel like we did i feel like we're good i think so too we get so nervous before filming our episodes we're like what are we gonna talk about and then i'm like oh i forget we're sisters and like we literally talk about anything and everything comes i know yeah okay i think that's it all right okay bye guys guys. what do we always say before we go I don't know. See See you in the the next next one. one.